Good morning. This is Coach Jackie D coming to you live from Fishbowl Radio Network in Bedford, Texas. 
How are you, my dears? I am the host of Christ Culture Women, where women come to get rooted and established in Christ. I hope you're having a blessed day. And I am so excited because, one, this is our fourth live show. This is Monday, February the 12th, and it's Valentine's Week. It is the month of love, but for me, every day is the month is the day for love. And um, <clears throat> I'm just excited to be here, and I love that song, Goodness of, of God. I think about this with every breath that I am able. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you today. I'm going to be sharing with you about goodness of God's love. The goodness of God's love. I know we've been talking about identity and we're continuing that throughout the year. Our focus is on your identity, on whose you are, and on your purpose. But being that this is the month of love, we're going to focus on what love is and all the good stuff that has to do with love. I want you to know that in your identity, you are fully known and deeply loved by God. And that's what we will be diving into. But first, I want to talk to you about this. I want to I want for us to come to understand what separates us from God. I want for us to understand how much God loves us, and I want us to understand why God sent his one and only son. So, let's start with the understanding of what it is that separates us from God. And it might be a little heavy and a little difficult, but then we're going to come to that realization of love. Okay, guys? So, here we go. Isaiah 59, verses 1 through 2 says... Your iniquities have separated you from God, and your sins have hidden his face. Whose face? God's face. From you, so that he will not hear. So, Coach Jackie D., what does that mean? Well, what that means, what that scripture is telling us in Isaiah 59, is that our sin... Our inequities is what separates us from God. And I want you to think about if you have any children or if you have ever been lost, okay? What, is, what happens in, in the seconds, in the minutes that you realize that you cannot find your child, that your child is lost, and you are separated from your child. It does not feel good. You go into a panic mode. You go into a seek and search and desperateness to find and locate and take back your child. Well, that's how God feels when he is separated from us. And it's not that he stops loving us, because we're going to dive into that as well. God never stops loving us. However, because his love is so pure, and because God is pure, he is light. Sin is darkness. He cannot be anywhere near <clears throat> excuse me, the darkness of sin. And so when we are in sin, we are separated from him. That is the only thing that separates us from him, not from his love, but from him. And so in this scripture, I wanted to start this off because I want for us to have a full understanding by the time we're done today on how much God loves us and why he why he sent 
his one and only son to us to save us. So, again, Isaiah 59, 1, 2 says, Your iniquities have separated you from God. Okay? So that's the results of separation. That there, there's two consequences to when we're separated from God. First, that separation is that we have spiritual death. And then the second one is that we have eternal death, which is hell. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I know you're like, wait a minute, Jackie. Wait a minute, Coach Jackie D. I thought you said we were going to talk about love. Yes, we are talking about love. But I need you to first understand the, the importance of why we need to be united with Christ, with God and with the love that comes from God. So Romans 3.23 tells us, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we have to come to that understanding that we are sinners. And when we are, are living a life that's worldly, that is not connected to Christ, that's not living within God and his holiness, that we, we are spiritually dead and we condemned ourselves to eternal death. But the hope and the beauty is that God loves us so much that he sent his one and only son. I want you to to listen to this on John 3:16 it says for God so loved the world remember he loves us he loves us so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So remember, I just said, what separates us from God is our sin. But what brings us back to God is that he loved us so much that he sent his one and only son so that we can have eternal life, so that we can be redeemed. And so that we can be close to God and we can feel his love. Jesus, when he came and right before his crucifixion and he was with his disciples, one of the very last commandments that Jesus gave during his ministry was this. It says, a command I give to you, to love one another. I have loved you, so you must love one another. Jesus demonstrated incredible humility. Jesus was a servant. Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. He even ate with Judas. Jesus loved Judas, even though he knew that that was the friend, the beloved one, that was going to betray him and turn him in to his crucifixion. However, the love, the power of love is so tremendous, so immense, that God, when we, when we repent and when we turn to him, God just loves us. Christ just loves us. And this is why it's important that we understand so that we value. I, I started off this way because I want for you to truly understand that love is something so powerful that it, it brings us to a place that it's more than an emotion or a feeling. 
Love is a choice. Love is a commitment. God has a commitment with us in his love. That he does not want us to be separated. That he does not want for us to be far from him. But sin will separate us. So that's why he sent Jesus. And don't you just love Jesus? Because I know I do. And I know that in this month of February that we celebrate Valentine's Day and stuff, there's that big focus on God. And, and this, I mean, I'm sorry, that there's this big focus on love. But really, love is something that we should be celebrating every day because it is the commandment that, was being, that has been given to us. It is to love one another and to love in the way that God loved us so much that he sent his one and only son to redeem us. Mother Teresa once said that the biggest killer in the world is the lack of love. The Lord commanded us to love because we are his image bearers. Your confession that you love God becomes visible through your love for others. So again, we come into the, the understanding that we are created in God's image. And remember, God is love. And so why would his first commandment be for us to love one another? Because if we're created in the image of God and God is love, then that's who we are to be. That's who we need to be. And we are to demonstrate love. So we're going to go into our next song here. Um, and when we come back, I want us to touch more on love. And we're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Our next song is Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. And I'll see you in a minute.
shadow, you won't light up Mountain, you won't climb up Coming after me There's no wall you won't kick down Lie you won't tear down Coming after me There's no shadow, you won't light up Mountain, you won't climb up Coming after me There's no wall you won't kick down Welcome back. This is Coach Jackie D, host of Christ Culture Women, home of where women come to get rooted and established in Christ. How I love that song, Reckless Love. I have to read this, this to you. It says, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up coming after me. There is no wall you won't tear down, light you won't tear down coming after me. You see, God will do anything, anything to be with us and to show us his love. So much that he sent his one and only son to us to be our redeemer. So back to the the actions of your love for others in loving others. I want to talk to you a little bit about God's character. We know that God is love. Galatians 5.22 talks to us about the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit, the first fruit is love. Do you know that the enemy runs from love? Out of all the things the enemy comes after us, we know that the enemy comes to destroy, to kill, and, and to steal. But Jesus, Jesus comes so that we may have life and that we may have the fullness of life. Romans twelve twenty one tells us, do not let evil conquer you but conquer evil by doing good. And so when we dive into the fruit of the Spirit this year, we're going to learn about God's character. But today I want to talk about the first fruit, and that first fruit is love. So as we learn about love, this is what I want you to think about. Love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. If we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. Hold on, it gets better. Again, 
you know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But he doesn't mess with love. He does not go after love because he knows that love conquers all. He knows that he doesn't stand a chance against love. Why? Because love is God. Love is the light. Love is the the image in the in the character that God is to us. And he sent his one and only son to redeem us through love. So I want you to think about this. So that because Jesus has come, so that we may have life and have it to the fullness. What is that fullness? The fullness of life is living within God's love within the the pursuing righteousness, uh, living a peaceful life, having love, being a servant. We know that Jesus was a servant. Even though he had all this mighty power and authority, he walked in love. He walked as a servant. He would wash the feet of his disciples. He was always healing. He was always uh, being peaceful in life and trying to teach us his father's ways. And so when we stop and we think about Jesus, the biggest thing that he said to us, his, his commandment to us was to love one another the way that I have loved you. He says, love one another deeply from your heart. Jesus said, love each other as I have loved you. It is important that we understand that we live in a time, we live in a world that has gone cold, that there's so much hatred, there's so much division, there is so much brokenness. And why is that? The reasons for that is because we are lacking love. We are lacking having that mutual compassion towards one another, having peace, and knowing that our Savior was sent to us because of the love that God has for us. And then we and then we also put boundaries on love. As human beings, we put boundaries on who we are to love, who we ought to love. We keep a close-knit circle of only the people that we will love. And then we discard everybody else as our friend, as our foe, as our whatever. We limit ourselves into who we can love. And God has no limits. And therefore, we miss out on love. Then the other thing is that we do not love ourselves. And I'm bringing it back to the identity part that we have to love ourselves in order to be able to love others. And we have to understand that we're not called to be perfect because God never asked us to be perfect. He knows. He's our creator. He knows he made us from dust. He knows that we are human and that we're going to make mistakes and that we are going to fall short. But he still loves us. And we put such a limit on love, which is sad to me. And I know that we, it's something that we need to learn about and we need to be talking about. And it's how God has loved us and how we are called to love one another. I stop and I think about the sadness that we have in the world 
today, the division that we have in the world today. And how do we combat that? How do we overcome these things? How do we, how do we come to the place of harmony, of healing? Because love heals. I was talking about Mother Teresa. She said that the biggest killer in the world is a lack of love. The Lord commanded us to love because we are his image bearers. Your confession that you love God becomes visible through your love for others. You know, people, people will forget what you have said. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard people will forget what you have said, but they will not forget how you made them feel, how you cared for them, how you loved for how you loved them. People will remember a kind gesture. And guys, that's what we need to be working on. That's what we need to be thinking about that God gave us his one and only son so that we would know love, so that we would be love, because he has demonstrated love time and time again, and he does not want to be separated from us. So therefore, we should have a commitment to one another of at least, look, if you cannot love everybody, then at least be kind. Show, demonstrate kindness. Because kindness is another form of love. This tearing down, this being divisive, this, we really, we need to work on that. We really need to work on being the love and the kindness that the world needs today. It breaks my heart. I know that I am not perfect. I know that I have many flaws, and I know that I come short every day, every single day. I know I come, I fall short of the glory of God. But every single day I try, every single day I try to be kind, I try to demonstrate love, not just to my loved ones. And every day I pray for my loved ones, those that I talk to, those that I do not talk to, because like I said, my life is not a perfect life. I know yours is not either. But if we, in our heart, repent, in our hearts, we strive to be better than yesterday. In our hearts, we try to be committed to being someone that stops and think about God's great sacrifice for us by sending his one and only son to demonstrate love to us because that's the main reason why Jesus came to be Jesus came to be out of God's love for us and God did not have to do that but he did it because he loves us because he knows that we are that child that got lost in the mall or at Six Flags, and here is the desperate father, the desperate mother, trying to find and locate their lost child and trying to embrace them once they find and love them. And that's who God is to us. Our father is constantly trying to embrace us in his love. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about when was the last time that first and foremost you loved yourself and you forgave yourself for any shortcomings that you have, any, any things that you're continuously battling. Because you need to love yourself. You need to love yourself first so that you understand what love is and then you're able to love others. I know that even in my own imperfections, I know that I love myself. It has taken a long time to arrive to this journey where I can say, you know, Jackie, 
I love you, girl. I love you. I think you're pretty cool. I know you've gone through a lot. But you're striving. And that's what I want to share with you today. That if you come to that place where you feel that you're not loved, you are. God loves you in such a way that he knows you. He knows you very well. He created you for a purpose. And I want to help you find that purpose. I want to help you in the same way that I strive every day to find myself in God. And I want you to think about the things that bring us joy. Nine times out of ten, it's our loved ones. Nine times out of ten, it is the things that, that are easy to do. Kindness is easy to do. I want you to really, really think about those things that strive to try to love outside of your circle. Strive to forgive. Think about how many times God forgives you for your shortcomings, for your iniquities, for your sinful nature. I know he does that with me every single day because every single day I am human. Every single day I strive to walk in the spirit of God. And every single day I fail. But every single day I also have tremendous progress. And every single day I feel his love more and more. And as the years have gone by in my life, I can tell you that God's love is real. And if you seek God, you are going to find him. And you will, you will come to that place to where you learn to forgive yourself because God forgives you. And you learn to love yourself because you start to feel God's love for you. And that's where it all begins. It begins within you. And then when you start to embrace God's love and you, you pray to him and you read your Bible and you really dive into God's word, you're going to see your transformation and you're going to start to feel that freedom, that freedom within you of having God's love and, and finding your purpose in life and your meaning in life because you were not created by accident and you were not created to not fulfill a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were designed. I want you to stop and think about like there's a blueprint for you, about you, that God has set into motion and only you can fulfill your calling. I want to tell I want to I want to read this to you. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13. It says, "If I speak in tongues of men or of angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong and a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship and I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, 
always trusts, always hopes, and perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of this is love. So my friend, remember, the enemy cannot get to you. The enemy will lose because love covers over a multitude of sins. And love is the only thing that stands at the end because love always win. And love is our God, our creator. So draw close to him. Get to know him. Find out who he is. If you do not already know who he is, start seeking that relationship with him. I want us to come to the scripture in Romans 10, 9 through 10. And this is the good news, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess, confess your faith and, your, and you are saved. That is the altar call for you. That if you have never confessed Jesus as your Lord, and you want that love, you want that forgiveness, and you want to be reunited with your Father, your Heavenly Father, Creator, that then you confess that Jesus is your Lord. I want to pray this. It says, Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and you rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. And that, my dear, that's the beginning of your journey into your identity into your purpose and into knowing for sure whose you are because you belong to God and God is love and God loves you. You are truly deeply known and loved by him. I want you to to buy yourself a Bible or get yourself a Bible or you can uh, Email me at info at coachjackied.com and I will mail you a Bible. I want you to understand that it is of great importance that you dive into God's Word, that you, you truly seek having a relationship with Christ. And the only way you are going to be able to do that is by immersing yourself into the knowledge of God's Word. Read your Bible every day. Pray. Pray as often and as many times as you possibly can daily. I wake up early in the morning and I pray 
I pray in the middle of the day. I pray at night. Sometimes I am awoken in the middle of the night because God wants to talk to me. And when I have a full conversation with him. And that can be you. Because God loves you. He wants to have that loving, embracing relationship with you. And, well, if you say, Coach Jackie D, but I have all this... I have all this baggage. I have all these things. I have, you know, dysfunctional family. I am dysfunctional. I am broken. Yeah, it's okay. God knows that already. You start working on yourself with God. Draw near to him. Surround yourself with people that are on the same mission to draw close to God to get to know God, to lead and learn to lead a holy life. We're not perfect. We're never going to arrive to perfection. But God sees when we're striving to be holy and be his children. And again, it all begins with love. So, Remember, the fruit of the Spirit is God's character. Start reading up on that. It's in Galatians 5.22. And start diving into finding out who God, who Christ is, and what his plan for you, for your life is. If you do these things, if you pray, if you read your Bible, and you really start to learn God's scriptures and you seek God and you look to love people starting with yourself you're going to see that your life is going to change I can guarantee that for you because I know that has been my life story and I am looking forward to the year coming Because we have such a long journey of learning all about our identity, our purpose, and whose we are in Christ. And next week I'm going to have very a very, very special guest. Actually, I'm going to have several guests on my podcast next week. And the women that I'm bringing on next week all have powerful testimonies and stories to share with you. And I really want to see you here next week. I cannot wait. So I want for you to dive into studying about love. You're not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody is. Only God is perfect. But strive every day to to draw close to him. To forgive yourself, to ask God for forgiveness, and to identify the areas of your life that you need to improve on. And if you focus on yourself, things will start to change around you. And if you love the people around you, and if you love outside of your box, you are going to come to a realization that you can change this world. That your transformation can be a ripple effect for us to change this world into a more loving, godly world. And I know that that's what I'm striving for. And I can tell you, my life is a mess. But I love my life. And every day I know that I'm going to focus on what I am able to accomplish for that day. And that is to stay close to God, to be more like him, to learn more about him, 
and to share that with others. Today I want you to know that you are loved. You are known and deeply loved by God and me. And I want you to know that I love this time with you. And I want to see you again next week. And I will have my first guests. I don't want to tell you how many ladies are coming. But I have a group of women that are going to amaze you with their stories, with their testimonies. And I am so proud to have them come next week. For today, I want to say happy Valentine's Day. And do not forget that love should be celebrated every single day because God celebrates us every single day. And draw close to him. Don't be so hard on yourself. And don't be so hard on others. If you cannot love others, be kind. Remember what Coach Jackie D said. If you cannot love others, just be kind. Practice that. Just practice that. And you're going to start to see a change, a change within you and within your surroundings. So I will see you next week. It'll be Monday, February the 19th. It's actually President's Day at 11 o'clock here at Fishbowl Radio Network Live. And I'm going to dismiss us with this beautiful, beautiful song about He Knows My Name. And He Knows Your Name because He created you. And He created you in love. So until next week, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. me mm-hmm.